When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. We have to talk to somebody who's got almost... 600,000 subscribers on YouTube. She is an author of two books. She's making documentaries. She's one of Ireland's biggest YouTubers. She's a YouTube sensation. Melanie Murphy, thank you for coming on the show this evening. How are you? I'm really, really good. <laughs> it's always really, anyone calls me a YouTube sensation. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, how did it come to this? Oh my God. Yeah, because it is, it's one of those things where because it's on your own in your bedroom, you don't really realise until yeah. you're kind of out in public and if people recognise you, that's the only time I actually realise. Uh, yeah, it's madness. It is almost your six year YouTube anniversary. It is. How, how mad? How in four, like? yeah, in four days' time, you're gonna have been on what's it? That six years' time. And I was looking back to your very first video, which was a fifty facts about me video. And uh, how much has your life changed since then, nearly six years ago, to what it is today? Right. Well, like I was doing a degree in DCU. And I was really, really shy. And I, like, the main reason I wanted to start a channel was actually to bring myself out of my bubble a little bit. I was really bad at public speaking. And my degree was in teaching, so I would get this rash all over my chest when I'd speak. Um, So I was was very different in terms of kind of, I feel so comfortable online now, do you know what I mean? But... Every, everything has changed and it's, it's one of those things where like I can't process it I know it's been six years but even every year new opportunities open up all the time um, and it's one of those kind of careers you never I never went into a planning on it happening so it's it's very bizarre. It's even doing radio and stuff like that still kind of terrifies me. <laughs> You're on the radio right now, Melanie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Melanie, oh, God. I have to say, out of any YouTubers, you're the only one that I have stuck with the whole way through. And I came across... Really? Yeah, because I actually was able to relate to you um, when you had adult acne. So this is where yeah. I suddenly began to, to watch these YouTube videos of, of you, obviously. Stunning looking girl. But you were suffering from adult acne like I was. I didn't have any acne during my teen years at all. And Did you not? No, no. Oh, that must have been so annoying. It was you're, so annoying. You make it out of puberty and you're like, yes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, surprise. <laughs> exactly. It got to the point where I wouldn't leave my house. Like, that's how bad it was for me. And I remember you were, you were actually, there was one um, product in particular, because it was obviously, I was a student, so I had no money anyway. Mm-hmm. And there was uh, St. Ives was one of these um, exfoliating. Yeah. yeah. And you were using it. And I was like, I must try that I still use it by the way I oh my it. goodness yeah <laughs> now, the mad thing about that was 
I made that video for other people with acne to hopefully find it. I had 200 subscribers at the time and now I have 600,000. So like at the time, I was like, oh, it would be amazing if this can help like a few other people because I typed in acne makeup, acne skincare and all into YouTube and there was one girl, one girl had uploaded stuff to do with that and I was I was kind of getting really fed up just seeing all these girls um, with like perfect skin and, and they'd be talking about, you know, when I get spots and this. So I remember being like, oh, there's a gap there that I could fill because look at my face right now. And um, <laughs> I, I made it and it went viral and I that was a very scary kind of time because it was like regular people and my family and all sorts of people kind of seeing something that I up until that point like I wouldn't even leave the house without makeup at the time and um, but the brilliant thing about that is it kind of made me really come to terms with the fact that you know once everyone sees something then you've nothing to be afraid of anymore and I, now I just go I literally go to the shop with no makeup on my hair in a messy bun sometimes in pajamas and I just don't care I mean I realize there's it's not as scary as um you know when you're living in that in your brain and it's it's almost like a prison and you have all these um, notions of like how people are going to react if they see an insecurity of yours. And then I just realized, wow, like all these people have it as well. And then I found out all these statistics that like 80% of people will experience acne in their life. And it made me so much more confident in myself and just feel just kind of embrace things that before that I was kind of like always hiding and, and ever since then that's why I've opened up so much online because every time I peel back a layer of myself I, I, I become more and more comfortable with who I am um, and I can connect with people who are going through the same things I've talked about eating disorder recovery I've talked about toxic relationships um, all sorts of stuff and it's, it's just been amazing to find such to build this amazing community of people who are just kind of we're all in the same boat on certain things It's amazing when you realise after a certain age that you know you're worried about putting yourself out there what other people think and then you're like no everyone else is crippled with their own yeah, uh, thoughts yeah. inside their head that they don't care about you so you're like we're all yeah. messed up it's fine yeah yeah exactly and like, before that I was very uh, much more focused on myself and my own problems and I kind of it pulled me out of that and you know now I kind of have a lot more free time to do stuff that, that matters or like creative stuff or to kind of help other people rather than always constantly worrying about insecurities it's mad and it's the opposite of what I expected like I thought maybe you know the amount of people that saw it I just really wasn't expecting because that was in 2013 and YouTube at the time was not this big massive thing that it is now like it still was but usually people would only find something like that if they typed in acne um, tutorial or whatever but uh, yeah it got like 18 million views just that wow. one video oh yeah and I it bought re- everything oh, oh, it was- <laughs> yeah. everything you said I was like oh, I'm I was buying all, it I was all <laughs> mad into the derma blend and all and yeah see that's what my channel is very much you know I would I then took everyone on this journey with me kind of trying to clear my skin and then you know I my content has completely changed now it's much more broad it's very lifestyle and personality oriented and um, and I've, I've really kind of diversified what I do online because obviously you get so bored just talking about the same thing all the time and I'm not that interested in the likes of you know makeup stuff as, as much anymore because I'm a lot older and that's I think a trap a lot of people fall into they just do the same thing over and over and over again and then people just move on and they're not interested anymore but my audience have grown with me which is yeah. just fantastic and I'm kind of connecting now a lot more with you know just people in their in their mid-twenties maybe instead of 15 year olds yeah yeah. and now you're writing books which is even cooler oh I know and that was like that was one of my biggest dreams since I was like 
seven or eight years old. Um, my first book, to be fair, I got because of my audience. And I don't think they realized my passion for writing. And I'd mentioned wanting to write a book and multiple YouTube videos that are still there from when I first started. I think even in my first YouTube video, I talked about all these fantasy books I, I'd been writing from when I was a teenager. And this has been phenomenal for me to kind of build this platform. And then it opens up this window to this other thing that I really wanted to do. And, you know, it's, it's a great way, like my, I've written a, a novel that's out now and it's been in the Irish chart the past couple of weeks. It's actually been picked up for this book club, um, the Diet Coke book club. It's, it's going to be one of their reads and it, it's getting really amazing reviews and that was fantastic because I could talk about and explore a lot of the subjects that I talk about on my channel through narrative and through fiction yeah. and it's much more creative. It's, it's a really nice step away from the internet because when you're working online, you can just get too wrapped up in, in, in the internet and numbers and constantly replying to people. And it was brilliant for me to kind of kind of just, I still have my leg in the internet, you know, but it's just having something that's more, it makes me feel more grounded to just sit down and write for a few hours and be by myself with my own thoughts. And, and, I, and, and I, I'm connecting with people so much through that as well. My first book was featured in the, in the Leave Insert recently. So that's kind of spiked <laughs> a lot of interest in, in the writing, which is, brilliant like they uh yeah they, my first book was aimed at teenagers kind of going through all this adapting to technology and you know all of the comparison that comes with it all of the the issues that a lot of young people are experiencing in this kind of new world which wasn't what you know yeah, my, I mean, my generation grew it's up kind with. of changed from Macbeth doesn't it <laughs> 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 but um, Melly I kind of wanted to ask you about that your book obviously fully functioning human almost um about that because you obviously documented your early 20s completely online and as much yeah. of it's been a positive thing for you and opened up so many doors and completely transformed your life over six years. Um, I imagine that, you know, we all know the internet's a bit of a toxic place at times. Mm. What have been some of the, more, the most challenging parts of those six years exposing yourself online that you've had to confront and manage and deal with? Yeah, so like I've actually learned so much and this is a big part of like why I wanted to write that first book, The Nonsense, is that I feel like so many of the things I've gone through, the trolling and all that kind of stuff, I really learned how to make my online experience so much more positive because I realised my power with my online experience. I have, I just always will just block and mute and unfollow pages that don't inspire me and or that make me feel bad, you know, if, if it's just people who are constantly photoshopping themselves, like I won't follow people like that. And the most difficult one was probably in my early days, people just being quite bitter and resentful of certain successes I was experiencing. And then they would make anonymous accounts to troll me and just bully me essentially. And the problem nowadays is that bullies can follow young people into their bedrooms. Yeah. It's not like back in the yeah. day, yeah. you could just walk away from it and then go home and you're like, right, I'm safe. And that doesn't exist anymore. And I think that's why a lot of young people are really struggling with that. With this, yeah, I, I think bullying. that's terrifying because I said back in the day, you get in a fight, you get a few digs to the head, and you'd go home, and that's job done, and everyone calms down. But yeah. I wonder how 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 difficult it is to yeah, being get, you're getting bullied in your bedroom. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and how yeah. how terrifying that is. But what are you saying? Is that you go down the the like? What what would your advice be to someone who's experiencing that? So I I'm just very I really exercise my control over what I see, and that impacts the rest of my day so much so and I have to um, manage my time 
online like I do not let myself go on for more than like X amount of time per day and that's factoring in the fact that I work online um, but I have to we just all have to because mentally I'm actually making a documentary next month about where loneliness collides with social media use and see some people depending on how they use social media it actually helps their experiences of loneliness yeah. and for other people it can make them feel so much worse so I think um look at how you use it really analyze how you're using it what you're looking at and why are you looking at that why are you engaging with this person and that thing and kind of exercising control there like unfollowing people muting people blocking people using the report features all those things people just don't really do it. They just kind of. I've muted, and since my life has been a whole lot better, I muted the word Trump out of my Twitter. Oh, did you actually? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is so much better. Uh, and saying that as well, I was there last night kind of going, right, maybe I should now, uh, you know, mute Love Island just because yeah. everyone at the moment is it's, it's just filling up the feed. But another thing I found as well is that, and I, I can't imagine how difficult it was to try and implement that for you because you work online. So we work, obviously, we have to be online a lot of the time as well, but I find myself mindlessly scrolling and scrolling and doing nothing to the point where oh god I've had to I've paid I've mentioned this once or twice before I've paid for this little app that you can have on your laptop on your phone called Freedom and what it does is it schedules block block lists if you know what I mean so it'll That's from, from 3am to 3pm I can't get on my Facebook or Instagram or so Twitter good. Brilliant. and on yeah, my phone whenever I am my, uh, my tactic with that is like I can like you can remove them from your phone without yeah. using the profile as well so that kind of stops you from doing the constant every 10 minutes picking it up because you get a dopamine rush every time you get like any kind of interaction online and stuff like that and they've shown this like why it's so addictive um, and and I think it's kind of it's sad when that replaces real face-to-face interactions and then you're kind of actually you, you might be talking to friends your time of mind but then your real life relationships can suffer so um, yeah, I think it's a big journey everyone has to go on and I, I, I don't like giving people advice that's unsolicited that's one thing like with my book I feel like it's there for people who are looking for advice but then when someone doesn't want advice like they kind of have to learn the lesson themselves almost and it's it's a really hard thing to accept especially I know like when I was kids I'm going to want to like put them in bubble wrap but <laughs> People, yeah. people don't learn things until they go through them themselves and then if they seek comfort and advice after that then that's where I can step in and kind of help a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad on Instagram I, I literally get messages from people that I, I don't want to see and I instead of blocking them or deleting them I just continue letting them keep sending messages and mm. I get so stressed about it yeah oh yeah I don't even read my um, Instagram DMs anymore because it's just you know it's all day but there's also like some really stalkerish people like obviously if I do I'm doing the public stuff so like I'm gonna I'm, I'm opening myself up to that but I just don't look at it um, and then at the odd time if I, if I happen to see one like if I go in looking for a certain response to a certain question and my, my boyfriend and I see there's this guy and he just messages me every probably 10 minutes every day all day and oh he's been for years and I'm just thinking like wow like why I why know. do people do this it's so weird it's always guys that do it I'm sorry it's just <laughs> hashtag not all men come on I not all men I have to get rid of Snapchat and, and for, for the unsolicited you know I won't say oh. it on the radio but no, you don't. all know what I mean yeah. <laughs> I've actually never got sent one of them the Richard picks <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly and Melanie oh, you know gosh. going back to obviously when you started out yeah did you ever think 
that it was going to be what it is today because I think you started out probably before Instagram was even a big kind of thing. Oh so. yeah, no, so I wasn't even really using Instagram for ages and people were kind of like, why don't you post on Instagram? And I set it up to keep up with my viewers between video uploads on YouTube. Um, so it was kind of, it's bizarre how it's become this whole job thing as well. Like, there's, you know, the whole um, making money off it is, is a entire different conversation. Yeah. But I, I'm very careful about the brands I align myself with and I try and do them, like, rare enough that I live. But then also, like, you know, I don't want, because I don't want to put annoy my audience as well, which is constant every day. Here's this new thing and buy this and buy this. Like, I don't, I'm not about that at all. Um, I, I like just focusing on the content and then incorporating brand work when it really fits with what I'm doing. So, like, I've done a lot of, you know, sex education and, and stuff around, uh, like, women's issues and stuff like that. So, like, I have an ongoing campaign with Always, for example, and I work with them kind of on a semi-regular basis. And a lot of the, yeah, a lot of the jobs, like, so it, it, but it's weird. It doesn't feel like a job still. It's like, it's like a perk of a hobby. That's yeah. the only way I can really explain it, um, which is ridiculous. And I'm just trying to like kind of go with it and see kind of just, just keep bloody going with it because it's brilliant. You know what I mean? It's, it's really fun and it's really it's stressful and mad and I get to go and work with a lot. And it's, it's, it's a very strange career, but it's brilliant. And uh, anyone who's, who's kind of creative and, you know, loves connecting with people, I think it's definitely something to do on top of what you're doing and see if it takes off like I did it while I was doing a degree not expecting anything and I think that's where you know then I was able to kind of step into it full time whereas some people kind of they'll be like I'm going to give up my job and do this and that can be a bit more risky you know what I mean Can, can I ask as well like you've 600,000 subscribers now over 6 years and you might say like you could average that out and say well clearly you added 100,000 every year happy days but clearly that's not the case no. how did no. that kind of um, how did that subscriber growth materialise over the years? <laughs> I think, um, so I obviously one thing is I have kept adapting my content. I don't just do the same thing all the time. I, I do a lot of different streams of content, but I think a lot of collabs early on helped. But then as I went on, I was getting, you know, media exposure. Yeah. I was getting, I think maybe word of mouth helps a lot because some people do say, you know, I found you through this person. Like I'll get shout outs from other content creators, which is a lovely thing about the internet. Everyone is very supportive of each other. It's kind of very different to traditional media in that sense because you're not really going to go on one TV program and see them going like, go over and watch this other TV program because yeah. it just does, it defeats the purpose. But with the internet, it's, it's a different thing. It's a different beast completely. So I have gotten a lot of um, support from the community, which is brilliant, especially the English, the, like the British vlogging community. They've been amazing. And it is a slow thing because I, I don't focus on having viral video after viral video. I focus on nurturing the audience that I have and making stuff that I think they'll want to oh, Never work in commercial media. That's never. The one thing oh, no. says. You got Melanie, we need four viral videos off you. We've sold it to the client already, and they're expecting eighty billion views. I've been, I've been offered jobs, um, you know, running run the, the media for various different companies, and I just, I like, I, I, I really like. Um, kind of just focusing on my own audience do you know what I mean yeah. and I think that would be a lot of pressure because there's so many shiny distractions on the internet now to to get someone to actually continually come back to your channel is such a difficult thing nowadays well listen Madeline we've kind of dragged you away from any sort of important work for the last 20-25 minutes and thanks so much for your time <laughs> is there any you'd like to give a quick mention that you're working on at the moment that if someone's listening and wants to uh, either your YouTube or website or oh, Insta or whatever so, you want to give a quick mention well to. my word baby I'd like to shout out my debut novel is called If Only I spent a year writing it I always promised my granny that I would write a novel before she died and I'm absolutely delighted 
with how it's turned out and the reviews and you can get it in all Irish bookshops it's available online and uh, yeah I hope any readers out there will, en- will enjoy it definitely yeah I'll give that a doubt is it on the Kindle? it is on the Kindle it's on an audio book as well it's voiced by an Irish actress and she's fantastic so if people prefer audio books I'll give it a download on the Kindle after the show this evening anyway lovely and thanks so much for having me as well thank you Melanie and continued success thank you so much and again yeah happy YouTube birthday in four days time whatever day that is Saturday is it <laughs> I can't believe that's in four days mad Oh. Cheers, Manly. Listen, thanks for popping on. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, on the way next, if you've been suffering for years because of someone else's horrific farts that are so bad they make you weep and really question your entire life with them, there may be a solution for you. You'll find out more next on Down With That Sort Of Thing. Careful now. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.